Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Crime, punishment, judges, legal stuff. Yeah, I got an update to a little bit of legal stuff here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Something we were talking about yesterday, this viral video going around of... That dude robbing the uh, Mexican taco restaurant. Um, it was in Houston. There was this taco restaurant. Guy walks in, starts pointing a gun at people, taking their money, and then he did it to the wrong guy. Walked past these guys in a booth. This guy stood up, blew him away. In Texas, you better be careful yeah. where you try to rob. So, so I mean, the footage is everywhere. I think we retweeted it. It's actually kind of I, I don't like necessarily watching that stuff, even though you know I don't mind that a bad guy is dead now. Where, but you still the, watched it though, right? <laughs> yeah, that's see, I that's what everybody's going to say when I have my death channel. Yeah. Everybody's going to say I don't like watching it, but hot damn, I can't like, stop watching like it. I, I couldn't turn away. It did turn out that the uh, assailant, the bad guy, who's now dead. Uh, I was carrying some sort of fake gun, faux gun, toy gun. Nobody knew that at the time. Would that be the definition of play stupid games, win stupid prizes? Uh, I mean, you have to expect, if you dabble in this kind of trade, whether it's carjacking (laughs) or going into a a Mexican cantina with a, a toy gun with the intent of robbing people of their money, you have to understand there is a chance you are going to get blown away. And that's what happened to this guy. But the controversy is that the guy that did the the blowing away the the good samaritan with the gun i mean unloaded on this guy uh the guy was on the floor emptied a few more lead pills into his body returned the customer's money to them as this dead guy was laying there bleeding out so everybody that had been robbed in yeah. this taco diner this guy after killing the gunman yes gave everybody their money back that was just robbed yeah, we talked about this extensively yesterday with guy relford who's a second amendment attorney and he could see some potential problems with law enforcement in terms of like you know was the last was the last bullet to the head really necessary kind of thing or was he just making sure he was dead you never you're kind of know. getting into mangling of a corpse area right, here because wh- at what point did the bullet kill the guy right so but but anyway so so the only problem is one of the problems is that the guy the good samaritan the good guy with the gun fled the scene oh um and the shooter has contacted the houston police department and set up a time for um, him and his lawyer to talk with investigators. Uh, neither man's name nor the interview date has been revealed. So we don't know the bad guy's name. We don't know the guy that killed him's name. Um, and they've been looking for him since last Thursday. Probably should not have. He probably should have stayed on scene if something like that happens. It makes it look. It makes it look all the more suspicious. You know, should this guy have had a gun in the first place? Because I think he, he fired eight total shots into this guy. Yeah. Um, now I don't know which one was the kill shot. Right. 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 But it looks to be, and the story is, it was pretty much a given. The guy was dead, and he kept firing. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> the funniest part is, again, after all the uh, chaos, people running, screaming for their lives, he gave everybody their money back. 
He went and got the he went and got the cash out of the dead guy's pockets and started giving the patrons their money back before fleeing the scene. I think the guy's a hero. I don't mind it when when uh, when uh, uh, bad guys die in this sort of fashion. And I don't think this kind of thing would happen as often if things like this if there's if if they you know if bad guys know there's a palpable chance there's a real visceral you know hatred for their kind of people in their line of work and there's a chance that somebody's just going to unload on them it might be tough for, it might you know might give them pause might give them a second thought before trying to rob somebody and this is where the media could actually help if they reported on oh, stories sure. like this a lot yeah you never see the good guy with the gun aspect go down to florida where you have our friend uh, unofficial friend of the show, Sheriff Grady Judd, yeah. when the uh, yeah. summer of love was going on, or maybe it was a hurricane, I can't remember, but there was looting, looting taking place. And the sheriff comes out and says, if you're thinking of looting, understand this, our citizens like guns. They are armed. <laughs> they are trained. Like, he made that perfectly clear. I believe, he said, I believe the words were, they will shoot you graveyard dead. Graveyard <laughs> dead. <laughs> uh, we got some more legal uh-huh. stuff here. Uh, police in Tulsa. Oklahoma arrested a habitual porch pirate. Porch pirate. That's where um, people steal, you know, Amazon boxes that are just laying on your front porch. Right. right. Any sort of big delivery that sits in your mailbox or on your porch, these losers steal it for themselves. Well, this one guy got busted on camera stealing a package, but he was also wearing a pair of women's panties on his head. Ah, well, he was COVID nineteen outbreak in that area, obviously, <laughs> and he was. He was being socially responsible. Uh, now, this is the thing, and it kind of reminds me of Home Alone. The security camera picked it up, and the cops finally recognized who he was. Really? But because he always would wear a panty on his head, they now know all the other homes that he's done this to. Uh, the wet bandits. It's the wet yeah. bandits all over again. This is so just they, a ripoff so, of the wet bandits. So the cops were still able to find this guy, even though he was wearing a pair of thongs on his head? There must have been a profile or something that they recognized who he was on the camera, and now they finally figured out who the panty porch pirate was. (laughs) Some good alliteration there. Thank you. Uh, Which brings us to a new segment here on the Hammer and Nigel Show, Great Moments in Men with Panties History, the movie Raising Arizona. Son, you got a panty on your head. The robbery scene in Raising Arizona. That's always, always my favorite line from that 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 movie. Son, you got a panty on your head. <laughs> and last but yeah. not least, the <laughs> scene in Weird Science. I like your panties. It's a joke, Jay. You know, it's on. That's not a joke. That is a severe behavioral disorder. Those are women's underpants. I mean, the next thing you know, you'll be wearing a bra on your head. Great moments in men with panties history. This is a Persian missile ship. I think it was a whale's bleep, honey. God, I love that movie. That was the scene where Wyatt came down in her pan- in Kelly LeBrock's panties, right? He's right. making breakfast. I like your panties. It, it takes a second for it yeah. to kick in before he realized what he had just saw. Because he, you hear him burp as he sets his plate down. I like your panties. That's not a joke. That's a severe behavioral disorder. That makes me want to go watch Weird Science. I haven't seen it in a couple years, man. That's one of my son, my oldest son's favorite 
movies of like the 80s. Because during COVID, I made him sit there and watch all of the old movies that I used to like. Some of them he got into, some of them he didn't. He thought The Breakfast Club was boring. Yeah, I can see that. But he loved, loved Weird Science and the Austin Powers movies. Uh, Before we get to Tony Katz and Tuesdays with Tony, do we have time for booze news? Always time for booze news. You set him up and I'll knock him back, Lloyd. One by one. I love this. A sheriff's office in Missouri is looking for volunteers to get drunk <laughs> to day drink to help deputies get much needed training on real drunk individuals. I volunteer as tribute. Here is Deputy Grant talking more about this sort of bizarre program. We are inviting people to come down and get drunk at the sheriff's <laughs> office. They are training them on DWI to not only recognize the signs of somebody who's driving under the influence, but also uh, to do the field sobriety testing and so on and so forth. And the way this works is you have to have people literally sit down and drink. So they're going to drink for two hours, and then they will go through the field sobriety tests just as if they were pulled over uh, in a a real-world scenario. Where do I sign up? Why can't we have this program in Marion County? (laughs) Like, start this program here, and Nigel and I, you know, we love law enforcement. Sure. We'll be more than happy to help out. I'm sure the mayor would be, too. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Katz, coming up next.